Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, What are the Weeds? Let's pray. Gracious Father, we come to you today full of praise and thanksgiving. You're such a wonderful God. We come hungry. We come ready. We come with thanksgiving for what a great God you are. We want to be a greater blessing to those around us, Father, so we seek more of you, Father. Help us pour the word into us, Father, and we choose to put it to use in our lives. We're so thankful. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about what are the weeds. We're going to be dealing today with weeds. Not the weeds in the front yard, but the weeds in our lives that the Bible talks about. The first step in dealing with an issue is to recognize the issue. Then we can make a quality decision to change and then take action that corresponds to that decision. Let's start today in Mark chapter 4, verses 18 through 20 in the Easy to Read Bible. Others are like the seed planted among the thorny weeds. They hear the teaching. Folks, this verse is talking about church-going people that hear the teaching of the Word of God. Not the people that don't even attend church, but church-going people that hear the teaching. Not just stay at home and read the Word, that is part of it. But we are called to hear the teaching from the Word from the pastor. So these people have heard the Word. Then verse 19, But their lives become full of other things, the worries of this life, the love of money, and everything else they want. This keeps the teaching from growing, and it does not produce a crop in their lives. My friends, this is so powerful. If we listen to what God is trying to tell us here, we can hear the word of God at church, but then we become full of other things, the weeds of life, the worries of this life. Maybe it is running errands, or taking the kids everywhere, or taking care of the house, or the job. Also, the love of money. Notice it is not money that is the problem, but the love of money. And also this verse says, everything else we want. Maybe it is a boat, or a motorcycle, or a camper. I know a number of people that are so busy camping every weekend they don't have time for church. Oh boy, we better move along. Maybe it's kids' travel sports, wanting our kids to be sports stars. We're talking about things we might want, the weeds in our life that keep us from taking the word of God that we hear, and these distractions of life keep us from growing in God, and we do not produce a crop in our lives for God. We produce a crop in the world system. This is a dangerous place to be, especially when you consider Revelations 3.16 and what happens to lukewarm followers of God. But what happens if we hear the word in church and don't become distracted by these worldly things? The weeds. Verse 20, And others are like the seed planted on the good ground. They hear the teaching and accept it. Then they grow and produce a good crop, sometimes 30 more, sometimes 60 more, and sometimes 100 more. Folks, many people, including preachers, will twist this into other things and ignore the most important things. Producing a crop is reproduction in kind. That is working with God to bring others that are lost into the saving knowledge of Jesus. 
That is a crop of Christians. None of us will produce that living for the world. We have to be a doer of the word. So many Christians are too focused on what they are going to get from God instead of what they are going to give to God. That is the servanthood that Jesus taught us so very well. Now Mark 4, 18-20 in the Amplified Bible. And others are the ones on whom seed was sown among the thorns. These are the ones who have heard the word. My friends, again, the thorns, the thorny weeds, are in their lives when they hear the word of God at their church. And then what happens? Verse 19. But the worries and cares of the world, the distractions of this age with its worldly pleasures, and the deceitfulness and the false security or glamour of wealth or fame, and the passionate desires for all the other things creep in and choke out the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Folks, so the weeds of life again choke out the word of God, and it becomes unfruitful. These weeds of life are worries and cares of the world, distractions and worldly pleasures. Maybe that's a hobby, like sports. Or it could be the deceitfulness and false security or glamour of wealth or fame. None of us is taking any money or fame into our next life in heaven or hell. Another weed is the passionate desire for other things in life. Maybe they are not even evil things. They could be. But it can be just something that takes us away from the Word of God and doing the Word of God and putting God first. And then we produce no fruit. But if we don't yield to the things of this world and sow the Word in a heart of good ground, then verse 20, And those in the last group are the ones on whom seed was sown on the good soil, and they hear the word of God, the good news regarding the way of salvation, and accept it and bear fruit, 30, 60, and 100 times as much as was sown. Wow, that's powerful, folks. Let's choose that group. Matthew chapter 13, verses 36 through 43 in the Amplified Bible, the weeds explained. Then he left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples came to him, saying, Explain clearly to us the parable of the weeds in the field. 37, he answered, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. 38, And the field is the world. And as for the good seed, these are the sons of the kingdom, and the weeds are the sons of the evil one. Folks, isn't it interesting that in Mark chapter 18, the weeds were things in life that kept us from producing fruit for God. And in Matthew here in chapter 13, the weeds are the sons of the evil one. I don't think that is a coincidence. 39, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil, and the harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. 40, so just as the weeds are gathered up and burned in the fire, so will it be at the end of the age. 41. The Son of Man will send out His angels, and they will gather out of His kingdom all things that offend, those things by which people are led into sin, and all who practice evil leading others to sin. 42. And will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place there will be weeping over sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth over distress and anger. 43. Then the righteous Those who seek the will of God will shine forth, 
radiating the new life like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. My friends, this life of ours is not a game. It is a real decision. Will we live for and serve Jesus? Or will we choose to focus on the world and end up like the weeds in this story from Jesus? The Bible says to choose life. I hope that all of you will choose to do that. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your word. Father, we know that you correct those that you love. So if anybody out there today needed some correction in this area, whether it be distractions in life, or they truly are not living for you at all, Lord, I pray that this will be the day that they give their whole heart to Jesus and confess him as Lord and Savior. Father, I'm so thankful that you're a good God and a merciful God. And thank you for Jesus and his precious blood. We choose to live a life that glorifies him, not to be consumed with the world, but to be consumed with you, Father. Thank you for sending Jesus for us. In his name we pray. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.